All right, little Lee. Good to see you, buddy. Glad you're here. Always glad you're here. You know what we're gonna do? We are going to go to furniture store. But along the way, guess what we are going to do? We are gonna talk about all the stuff that we see along the way. You know why? Because this is Miami and you live in it. And I feel like it's my duty to tell you all about the town that we're driving through where it is that we are actually living. So, without further ado, my son, we're at a stop sign. We're at a stop sign and we're taking lefts. Lefts because that's the direction to the next stoplight, John F. Kennedy Causeway. John F. Kennedy Causeway is uh, another name to call 79th Street. Why it is that the street names sometimes have more than one name, especially big ones, I don't know. I think it's just to confuse people like me. It still does because I don't realize that they have two names. But when somebody talks to you and they say, yes, I was going down this street and I couldn't find you. And then you say, well, that's because I live on this street and I didn't see you. And then figure out that they were talking about the same street. But where it gets even wilder is it could have been not Northwest 79th Street, but Southwest 79th Street. And maybe you forgot to say that. Maybe he didn't notice that you did. Maybe you're just too complacent with how you say 79th Street and uh, under the assumption that when you say that, everybody else is going to know exactly what you're talking about because like people think is like people do, son. And everybody just assumes that if there is a piece of information that is privy to them, one that is not a secret or under confidential lock and key, then everybody know exactly the same as them. Can you believe that, son? But it's the truth. So that's why when we drive down 79th Street, yes, sir, I have water for you. This is a necessity here in Miami. Always carry it with you. We're going to cross this bridge. This is a bridge I've driven over many and many and many a times when I used to live down at the place where you were born in. And it's changed a bit. It has. It has changed. I can't say for the better, but that could be just me being nostalgic on how I used to know it to be. I used to ride the one wheel down here, son. I did. And when I rode that, this was like an adventure. It was like an adventure. And now you are the adventure. And you don't even know because you can blink. And already it's past you. I speak that in the way of the street, as you notice, that part of it is done and we're already heading over another bridge. In the same way that I'm going to blink and tomorrow you're going to be 35. And hopefully I'll still be there to share this life and how it lives and the moments in it and everything good that might come from all those years, 34 of them more, we could share together. Now we're heading down on the, I guess, pre-gentrified part of 79th Street where it still can be considered a little rough and tough when you pass Northeast 10th Avenue, which is normally the right that we would take to take the shortcut instead of having to go down Biscayne. But today we're going over there towards Midtown and I'm gonna need to pass by the Minuteman printing press, the Brickle Group, Technic Records, and the Flower Place. 
I took the COVID test there one time while I was waiting for my sandwich to be done at CK305. Best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had. I've not given you one yet, but I promise I will. There's avocados, tile maple, concreters, and uh, the triple seven. I never know what goes on there, but it does sound better than triple six. And I believe it's the God Jesus number if you ask grandpa or grandma. There's Nemo Framing, Nemo Art Gallery. There's the boat place that I actually took off uh, on a boat from. And that was the only boat that I've actually set sail from here in Miami. And uh, it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be because I'd went with uh, Zulu. He's a friend of your brother's and an acquaintance of mine. He sells real estate, so therefore he has a boat and he has reason to take people out on it. So they spread the good name about Zulu. And believe me, he's doing okay with that. You can see his face on any for sale sign around Miami Shores area or Eh, I don't know. I can verify that. No much more, but that's a good enough area to be slanging your face around. And, well, FaceTime is good. Uh, and business must be also. But we ended up at uh, Shuckers, which was right down 79th Street. And not too impressed I was. The boat, it was okay, but it was next door to my apartment at the time. And nothing really exotic rang out when we... Uh, pulled in. To tell you the truth, it was so unmemorable, I only remember it right now. We're passing a homeless man on the right, and he's slunking and slithering all over there in the shade, trying to catch a piece of it. Uh, he had a grimy look on his face, son, which you don't have to worry about or be scared about. Just set back or turned away. Just keep going about your business the way that you need to be doing. Don't let them fool you. They're just people like you or I, except for they have much more to gain by approaching you and doing something that says that man has nothing to lose. Look what he's doing. But few of them will approach a good, strong, husky man like yourself. So no worries. There's the gold rush there to the right as we take a left on Biscayne and then the gold dust following uh, right behind it. Gold rush is a strip joint. That means girls take their clothes off where guys pay money, but it's more than that. You can also uh, get ripped off on fake drugs or uh, uh, fake connubial bliss. The gold dust is where they take their riches, the ones that uh, don't have an actual apartment or pimp to lay flat in, and they can imbibe in all the stuff that they said they were going to sell you along with themselves for themselves. There is the... Mr. Cheeselicious, which is a pretty good sandwich place, except for they're too small. There's the copper tone slogan with the girl and the dog pulling her panties down and the bum half panned in the air, and that's okay. There's signs and printing to the left. East Side Diner coming up right after. Your mom likes that for some reason, which I never understood until I got to know your mom a little better, and I realized, oh, this is just like the news article I read that spoke about the foreigners that like these crappy American joints that... Nobody in America would go to, but they think it's heaven. We went to Vita Verde over there on the right on Northeast 69th Street, looking for the reception place and found a mob ran it. Blue Collar's got great burgers under the Bistique and the Patio Esciola never have been. Went by many a time, never went in. No need. You can buy CBD over there, but don't waste your time. The Hotel New Yorker, I got kicked off while watching a rap video get shot by Mr. Rapper shot him, got him, a young kid with big black bodyguards and a lot of pull. 
They kicked me off the sidewalk, son. Can you believe that? I couldn't. So I said I wasn't going to go. And then I got into it with the bigger black bodyguards. And all of a sudden, he's saying, I'm going to be murdered by him. And the next thing I knew, I made a wise decision and left. I was going to call the cops, but then I said, nah, forget it. Starbucks is over there, and I've had a couple Grand Marquis Frappuccinos, or if that's what you call them, on my way past to and from, never in the Shalimar Hotel or the Sinbad. Both are places that you can lay down 15 bucks extra and bring in that lady of the night from the other side of 79th Street. There's Sudsies following that if you want to get your laundry done in a good, dang, this is the way laundry's supposed to get done way, then you're going to pay the $4 a pound. And if you're not, you're going to go another way where we pay a dollar a pound and sometimes it comes up not quite right. There's Morningside Park to the left where it's a gay gentrified district that used to be bad, but like the gays do come in and then make it all gay. And then they, once it's all gay, they get their money that they've uh, built up from the housing prices, finally being able to quadruple from the lack of violence that the gays tend to uh, involve themselves in. And move out to another more richer neighborhood, typically one of the more Caucasian type brands or just downtown in a swanky apartment where nobody's gonna bother them, nobody wants to know their name and they could just have room service come up and not get in the way or ask too many questions when they got their mouth full of, and there's Richard, which is a guy I imagine goes to, if you take a right on Northeast Fourth Court, you will find Chica. And that would be a place where you're going to find a lot of Richards frequenting there, looking to get out and just break free. But we're not going left. We're not ever going there again. I don't like how long it takes them to make a drink, even though their drinks are spectacular. Overpriced, yes, but too long. Never going back. Don't like the name. Too, I don't know. This is the side road, back road of Fronters Road that goes along uh, parallel to the train tracks over there, as you can see to your right. They're all rusted down, but still can hold a good freight train or passenger train or whatever trains it is that ride on them. I've seen them all. I haven't put a quarter on the tracks. I'll do that with you when you're older. We'll watch it get smushed. If it's illegal then, I don't care. It's probably illegal now. I don't care. It was illegal then when I was a kid doing it. Didn't care. Still going to do it. Still going to show you how it's done. You got a Sabre uh, juice cart right there. He's probably making a mint and a dollar and a cent on top of that. If he's making anything, who knows? Really don't know what's going on with juice carts these days and how much they're pulling in. I'd like to know. There's a parking strip right there that would just be a hindrance in if I were riding the uh, Trick hammer bicycle down this road because I would be using to the right of this frontage road my own little road which is a beat up old road to do some serious off-roading and risk my life, limb, and uh, balls. If I hit the middle post railing of that, and then you'd hear me say, ow, one big, long, old time that still would be going. Damn. You know, you'll know the pain because every boy's got to get hit there sometime or another. Um, to the right, passing 39th Street on the west side of it, we have the design district, Juan Diego. He is a frequent customer of all the shoe purchases that he wish he never made and tries to renege on, but fails miserably when he does, uh, but still proudly enjoys the amenities that uh, the whole district 
has to offer for every man just like him, including him. The ones who live a little better because they don't have to foot the bill for everything they get, which costs a little more. Do you know what I mean? You won't, because you'll be working for your coin and making it. Earning that hard-earned cash is how I expect my son to know is the way to get what you need. Now, what I need to get right here is a parking spot. Is it possible? I don't know. I don't even know if this is the right way, but if I could get a spot with this beast of a car, I would be something magical. Can I fit it into there? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see, son. Can I fit it into there? I don't know. Let us see. I don't know. This is possible, and if I get this spot, it is amazing. You'll be so proud of your pop. And I got big trucks coming behind me. Big, big, big trucks. What do I do? I say, oh, 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 fuck. Can I get in? Can I get in? Will I get in? Is it possible? Yes. My God, it is. Wow, fuck me, man. I mean, sorry, son, but that was an amazing parking spot I just did. So I must congratulate myself on pulling it off. Son, we are here, I believe. It's just a small walk. Let us get out and I can stop all this crap talk. I love you. We're in Midtown going to West Elm. Would you like agua? 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 No agua. Okay. And let's go. What about this parking lot that we didn't have to go in and instead we got this tight ass spot? Isn't this amazingly that I was able to fit in here in the way that I did with the traffic that was around me? I should have taken a picture of that because that in this Dodge Ram truck was an amazing park. Truly one of my best. Thank you, son. Thank you. And I'll take a bow when we get home, if I remember. But now, let us continue on to the tour of Miami through your eyes and mine, but explained by your dad, me, to you, my son, my number one best guy that I ever knew and know and always will. You. All right, we're at the moment leaving our original destination, which was West Elm. And now, find ourselves navigating through the corridor of hipster apartment buildings that are above the overpriced boutique type of stores. Yes, sir. We are going to take a right, if possible, but almost hit a guy on a scooter. And he gives me a look like a man on a scooter, 50 years old, with gray hair, buzz cut, wearing glasses, and able to give a look would give a look. He's got a pager, a knife, a Rolodex, and a large phone carrier along with USB 2 and C, and I believe a lightning cable hanging off of his loose fit. Kind of baggy, you could still see the form of that butt and a little bit of the crack that's tugging up against it with the sweat building up under it and a pair of shoes so unrecognizable and plain that I could never find a description for the pair of shoes other than that was a bland pair of shoes on a man like that who gave us a look for doing what Miami drivers do best and I cannot say that I am not one of the best Miami drivers out here on the street today because I will almost kill you too if you are on one of those electric little vehicles that don't have to get 
refilled at the gas station and suffer the same slings and arrows of outrageously overpriced everything that we're being taxed on right now just so you could get to the same place as me but probably faster because you're weaving in and out of traffic going up and down and then with the gall and the ball you may have to run that four street stop and i would be the one to be the villain for almost hitting you? I think not. I am just another on the streets of Miami, living to die. And dying, drive home. As I get stuck here at a light, and I hope this Tesla can make it and be the balls that the guy driving it should have. If it's a girl, then hopefully your guy pays enough for the insurance and you don't care, because you're driving right in front of me, following that trolley who was a little slow at the light and ruined it for the uh, people behind us to take that left and find herself under this truly gem of gentrification. And if you would have been here 10 years ago, you would have been dead. But now you're not because my Norti is on the right, Remedosi is on the left, and every other designer store, including Dolce & Gabbana, all around, waiting. But now we're just in place at a North 39th Street and the orange Ferrari that is clearly one of Miami Beach's go-to rentals because it's a Ferrari nobody would really buy. And it's obvious because it's on the streets all the time in the same touristy places, doing the same touristy things, trying to pick up on the same chlamydia girls, doing the same gonna have AIDS things. Guys, yeah. <coughs> Nana, I feel ya. Nen has about as much sense as most of the people on Northeast 2nd Avenue are gonna make at this juncture as I get as I get cut off at the light by an S-Max scooter I'm going at full speed all of 15 miles an hour and Nana in my back right ear as we pass a police officer and then look right there son that's the Ferrari the Ferrari that what that we were just talking about and they appear to be asking directions somebody in a Ferrari would never need to do. That is a ridiculous AMG bulletproof Mercedes custom wrapper edition that uh, if you want to floss and bling, that's what you get. You get it lifted. How is that guy? Here's where the kind of iffy places are the places that anybody who knows Miami will take you and they'll say, ooh, you got to try this place because these are the places not quite in the 100% safe zone. They're in the, we're working on gentrification. You still could get shot or robbed zone, but definitely you'll get uh, a grimy look here and there from the local residents who are not used to this Shadoku on our left, which is nothing that they are even aware of as a place that would serve food. They know fast food, 7-Eleven, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, not Upper Buena Vista at the 5020 block right under 51st Northeast Street next to Edgemont Sondering Pavilion. This is a crazy kind of intersection. I've almost got hit here at least 13 or 15 times. But on the right here is uh, the pizza place that we had our uh, rehearsal dinner at. You weren't there, but in spirit, I'm sure you 
we're charging along. And when I say that, I say that uh, you were there in spirit, son, and I'm glad to know that you were. We're taking an illegal move right here at a vast, quick Miami right, which shouldn't have been done, but I was opened up with the just enough between the guy jaywalking and catching the last of the uh, walk sign to the woman stopping and valuing her life for me to use the pause that the people had to give for the first guy that was just still moseying along through the road to take my chance and jump at it and gun it right through them both. Taking a little bit of a screech, not much to make much a difference in anybody's neck as if they were to break them in one way or another, but enough to talk about and say, son, that was a good move. It was a good move that I probably shouldn't have done, but we got to get home because we'll be in this car forever if we don't. If we get stuck in one light, that could be it. Then we could be, boom, house of cards, falling down, never moving, stuck, flat, like pancakes, dead in the street. And then there's a lady to the right crossing over the clearly signed, marked, and labeled on a bright white and red and blue and black, no trespassing sign, get off my track. She has what appears to be a bush in her hand, son. And she's wearing a dark blue uniform, coming from some sort of laundry service, I imagine. The bush, though, that, where the difference, I cannot find. I cannot understand, nor can I see the lights. If they're going to turn to green, I don't know, because you know why? I'm right under them, son. Look at that. Right above me. Ah, I see it. See, I was just kidding. I'm not that a fool to be foolish enough to not know when to go. But now I'm stopped again, and you see the house of cards would have laid me flat as I wait to take my turn on this US-1 slash Biscayne Boulevard with a arrow that I've never noticed. It says Aphelia Range Boulevard. Now, I didn't know US-1 Biscayne Boulevard was also Aphelia Range Boulevard. I do now, and it's also North 1. If you go the other way, it's South 1. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I do know that Ombre 6 are gonna be playing soon. So says that uh, poster ripped up on the side of the fence. And there's a lot of other stuff that'll be playing around here. That Andromeda restaurant, which I believe that's how you say it, but I don't know for sure. They support black lives. They will tell you that they matter more than they don't. And they'll, uh, the Ombre 6 will be the US tour in Miami, Florida. Uh, that's again, all that I know. I can't read the other text, it's too small. But the Seven Seas Motel, they will be able to cater to anybody who can't read because you don't need to read or really make much money, which generally constitutes having to know how to read to be able to afford a room at the Seven Seas Motel. You just have to have guts and want to have glory and a story to go along with it to make it that at the end of the day. Northeast 61st, we went around the other way on this, but now we're going back up and looking at the furnitures and the doors and the closets and the lightings and everything else that I've never seen as it goes up into 62nd Street. And I again see the Shalimar and I think of the good times I would have had if I was a business tourist here and just glad to be away from my wife and had to make the choice of whether to take my lady friend of the night to the South Seas or the Shalimar. And it would always be the Shalimar because the South Seas just doesn't do it for me. And Panther Coffee, it's a go-to kind of place that would be right next to a store called Tattooology. 
it's just names that people like to say they understand and will recommend. But really, the coffee's the same as Dunkin' Donuts coffee or the same coffee that you can brew at your house. It's just coffee, man. A bean's a bean. It's based on the grind, and the grind is, if you're American, about the same all the time. We just like to act like it is something a little more, you know? But it ain't. Hmm. What else we got? We got, looks like, spray paint, uh, incoherent mumbo jumbo in white over black on uh, the bricks of the side of that building that is across from a building of just white and no spray paint designs on it being sold by uh, Schumann and Associates. Or they actually own, no, no, he owns the building. Him and his associate, Schumann. And they are design associates. So they're up to something. Maybe the spray paint on the other side of the wall. There's a girl with a humongous piece of fat on her back going into Subway, trying to be the next Jared. And we're heading to Northeast 71st Street in the next signal where we pass by the AT&T on the left. They never helped me out one time. When I asked the Dogma Grill to boast that they have the best hot dogs ever. Everybody says that. I still prefer Hot dog frozen. There's a man wanting wannabe supreme stuff in a bike that I think it was mine. It could have been stolen by him. I should turn around, but you're here, so I'm not. Signs and printing. I'd like to make one that says, go kill that guy with the bike that I think is mine because he stole it. And then I'd probably be in trouble. So I better not do that either. But the Vagabond Motel, they house Mr. Mandolin and prices that shouldn't be. I think that they were one of the first up here in the newly... filled with money and uh, heart area of Mimo, Midtown, and the Vagabond is another one of these old school Miami hotels that's got that 60s, 70s flair, even maybe back to the 40s with the neon lights and the feel that says cheap, but Miami, cheap. So it's still more expensive than any other hotel, but you only get the taste of what it's supposed to be but nothing of what it really is because you're on motel six beds hurting when you get up and uh wishing that you never brought those three ladies of the night from the ungentrified side of 79th street back to rob you blind take your liver kidney forget to put ice in the bathtub when you woke up you're hot sweaty and just having an all-around bad day but glad that you're right next door to the tailor that overcharged me for my suit at the wedding to have it refitted and took way too long. Seems like I could have got a room at the Royal Inn and did the same thing and had the same time and then got fixed at the Yayo Animal Animal Hospital on the right. And when I was all done, i sure I would be hungry to eat all that pollo tropical, that there's always that big old line full of people that I don't typically like to be in a big old line full with. But I would at that time because I'd be really, really hungry. And then I'd have to walk down the street because I'd get sick and couldn't stand waiting that. Look at the cat's meow, wonder why people cater to their cats. And then I think they all are as crazy as the toxoplasmosis that's driving them through their crazy life. Then I'd make it to LA Social and if I was feeling crazy enough and acting like uh, I wanted to charm my woman and uh, be a different kind of person, more astute and uh, in step with the world, I would buy some of their vegan stuff and enjoy it, but on my own, and not with the guidance from my lovely wife, your beautiful mother, who 
used to recommend we stop by there from time to time. As I would from time to time, but Cafe Kush is on the left and I realized that now, and only now that that's where it is. It connected onto the Gold Dust Motel and this must be a thing. Kind of like what the Vagabond did is what Cafe Kush is doing with the Gold Dust. Another dive dump, just disgrace of a hotel that's still around due to landmarking uh, rights and I'm sure that you can't bulldoze for some strange reason they want to keep Miami at some part of it at least where it is and can be recognizable to the ones that are almost dead and will be tomorrow because things are changing fast and time is moving quicker there's a canal right there there's a restaurant over there down there on the left we ate there with your other grandma your mom's mom and the great Juan Diego and myself and it cost us an arm and a leg for pancakes, like $500 for stupid pancakes. And there was probably a fish in there or something. And you know, Juan Diego ordered the biggest, most expensive meal that was on the uh, on the menu. And that's good for a guy who barely can read. Um, this is North, Northeast 79th Street. As we go through, there's the, on the left, not gentrified site, side. And on the right, the gentrified side. We came from the right before. Now we're just going through, seeing Osteria up there with that Hawaii little QR code billboard, Okalakaleki, bopping it down, DD Discounts, another one on the left, there's Domino's Pizza, I tried to get a job there, and McDonald's during the height of the pandemic when it first started, and comically so, uh, walked out with no hope at all in pursuing that matter. There's the... Car Care Center, the Hope Church of the Nazarene, Don Bailey flooring with the guy, probably got balls bigger than the ones it would take to sell real estate to put a billboard of himself like that, or he's just a little bit on the, I like other guys like me. There's uh, Social Security Administration, the place where you put your food trucks if you need to put a food truck up somewhere where Uber Eats can just pick it up and you don't have money for real estate on top of that or a real place to go. Just park it over there in that empty lot and then hang out with a bunch of other your competitors and try to be somebody in this great state. Because unless you are somebody already, like the Pinche Kitchen, where they're past somebody and going downhill on the right side of, oh, retarded. It's getting old. Everybody and their affected mother, brother, sister, and transient, trans, gay, and all the other ones that I don't even begin to know, but I believe there was a fairy tale and a leaf and a clover somewhere there when we were here last and they had your table and I said get that clover fairy tale leaf out of that chair or else I'm gone and then there's Chevrolet Tropical which we were going to buy a truck before we were just checking into it not really going to buy but we had to look at the prices anyway and I felt pissed the moment I walked in and realized this same truck would have been about $200,000 compared to what the $100,000 we would have paid for it now Metro PCS the bike place the air conditioning truck there's a Walgreens I never go to because it's too hard to get the short square which is housing the uh, little Caesars that we don't eat at but our building attendant loves XOXL cleaners the rival to that uh, Sudsies and the one still we're not gonna go to because it's too expensive and the orange theory where your mom used to go but didn't go because she quit but then she went back only after a couple years after always talking about wanting to go back but once she finally went back she figured out she could do it on her own better the Hacienda Motel, that's a place where rats are going to be falling out of the walls and walls are going to be dripping down from the rain and the rain is going to be making you write the review that tells you exactly that, but the prices, they're pretty fair. Fair again is still a five-star motel in Oklahoma. So, tip for tat, tap for this, this and that, and then St. Martha's Catholic Church. 
holds mass over there at five o'clock on some day, one day that we're never gonna be there, but it does happen. There's a hydrant not peed on, but it will be. And there's Northeast 96th Street. You take a left on that and you'll find your uncle's house. My brother Justice, and he's got a wife Susie and two kids, Sabin and Searsha, and they would run this yellow light just the same as I was running the yellow light that I get stuck in the muck. As we pass under this, this, this is a bus stop, there's North One, and there's more traffic skittering and scattering about, in and out and up and down, but we beat it all. For the most part, we won, because it's 434 and we're almost home. And you know you can't take it right there because of the sign, and you know that they're gonna be stopped there and waiting for us because of the other sign. But the palm trees, that mask, this reality. In one way or another, you can look at it in one way like just more palm trees and I'm angry. And beeping away like everyone, frustrated, hating it, not appreciating. The other way to look at it is you're around palm trees and you're in paradise. And everything else is just noise. So look around, see what you see. And if what you see is good, then you, you're with me as we make our final stretch and pass over this bridge, which is the name escapes me, but it won't. Hugh Anderson Boulevard. Also on Biscayne, but it turns into Hugh Anderson Boulevard from 32 feet. <clears throat> and now hump ahead, hump and hump. What we talked about this morning come in full circle. Mm. How'd I do? <laughs> How'd I do, too? I see you're interested. I know that was fast, son. It was. It was fast. But we've both been drinking this Five Guys Shake. Oh, let me get those up. We're almost home, buddy. Yeah, we're almost home. We just got to come into the Miami Shores. And then... Know that this is the place where we live. The best guy in the world, the best mom ever, and the best dad a mom and a guy like that could ever need. All right, son. Yeah, I, I'm crying too. Let's get out of here. Well, son. <clears throat> Good morning. It's Saturday. Saturday. It's quiet out. The birds are still chirping and the cars haven't got moving the way they normally would on a Monday through Friday. So the weekend piece is something that uh, we get a little more for two days. Just a little more. It's kind of nice, right? Better than not because Every day, hub, bub, and chub of all the rest really starts to zone in on you. After a while, and then you just get used to it, so you're just zoned in also. We're walking in your ride right now. It's the push version of something I might have if you would say are you going to jump in your vehicle dad? I would say yes and I would operate it myself 
Not today though. Today in this vehicle, this nice stroller of yours, I'm pushing you gladly and tugging along with uh, our dog James Bond. He's got golden pee, if anything, and octo poopy on a night when he may have caught some scraps from under the table and held it in until he too could enjoy some peace in movement. Passing by 1270 on 105th Street. And if it were any other bunch of clopped in boxes, I would say that definitely is a low income housing development that never developed. It was just a project, so that's how it remained. But here, in this market, I would say otherwise. I would say it's a pretty pricey piece of estate there that I'm kind of envious of the people who got it before me. And then that fear of missing out just like a dark cloud looms over my head for the rest of the thought. Quickly dissipates when I look at the stop sign. We're going to actually use this to our advantage and turn around at the end of the street and admire this AT&T underground cable box. It's a huge box where everything goes on. I'm looking at the lock on it, I can't quite tell what it is, but I will when I need to get in. If you recognize this when we were driving, now you can see the hump ahead signs and notice it's the same place. You're just coming at it from a different perspective, a lower angle than a truck could afford you. We have nice palm trees similar to ours in the living room, one I ripped out of the ground with my bare hands threw it in my brother's truck, your uncle, and lugged it up all the way to our old apartment. And mom liked it, so we kept it, and brought it here. And now it flourishes, greener than green and better than any plant I've ever had the chance to own. The only other one I remember is a marigold, and it grew, flowered, and then died. This one, this is a never-ending cycle of life. I don't know what kind of palm it is, but whatever they call it I don't care because it's my buddy and that's good enough for me there's a sign coming up here that says no dumping and directly below that sign is a clear and cut case of somebody breaking the rules if that sign were one it was destroyed and blasted and exploded and gone into a million pieces that nobody could ever understand any time after that what it really was trying to say because it's dumping everywhere. It's just a pile of trash. That is actually where people dump their trash. It's funny. It's like people got a little lazy and 
only read half the sign. Dumping, not the no. They didn't get that, that part. Bunch of dyslexia in this neighborhood maybe. Isn't that where you read things backward? This is the 1330 building. It's a building that falls under the same line of uh, thought that previous one I'd spoken about did. And they gotta be thanking God, as so many others do, for that uh, coronavirus and what it did to Miami's real estate prices. Because there's the roof, son, you see them? Do you see way above? And that hole in the roof, that was the prices and they went through that roof, seriously. There's a sign here that says, please be a good neighbor and clean up after your dog. Now, if I were to follow in suit of how you gotta look at these signs and how you really read them, then I would have to say this would be the place to just let it all roam. Fortunately, you did that on the way up, so I can just pass it off. <clears throat> but no, I broke it anyway, just without thinking. I do that a lot. There's a bag of poop on the ground, wrapped up real nicely and tied, rather than the person bringing it down a couple hundred feet to the poop trash can. They instead just put it down and left it there. They left it for who knows? Is there a person that comes over and says, ah, a somewhat translucent, neatly tied up greenish bag of dog poop. I, I feel like this is my lucky day. I'll just grab it and put it in my pocket and be on my way. And then the whistles and the snaps and the strutting starts and the world we know has long since been gone, if it does. There was a lady, she was slowing down to a pace that says, I'm in my car and I'm looking at you guys and it's telling the driver of that vehicle your son's riding in that I'm interested in one of two things. Number one, directions. Number two, rumor has it somebody left a little green bag of poop here. Can you tell me where it is? Alas, the shyness in the woman left her at a simple U-turn and then back along the way she came. Sad to say. Sorrow is sweet. But my sympathy, quite silly. As a Saturday, soothes somebody like me. That man dressed up would look to be a 1920s blackjack dealer uniform. Only thing I didn't see was the green visor, but I don't know if that goes in accordance with 1920s blackjack dealers, either or. The man was dressed like he was gonna deal some cards and didn't have a visor, but he had a big face on him that replaced any need for some sort of trinket to try to distract you from a small face, like a visor. No, 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 this, this face was rather 
immense, large, with a face on the face that you could see puzzlement and perplexing thoughts gliding about, dazing through almost, and putting him in a direct correlation with the life choices he was forced to make at the moment. That is, coming up quick, hard and fast on time to make one as we approached and I cautiously held this stroller and went the pace even and followed his eyes until they met mine and let him come to the realization that he had better stay stopped rather than pull out past the sidewalk and murder two people because that is not the hand of cards he wants to get dealt on a morning such as this. Not that hand. Not today. There's a bird up there, Leonidas. Bird. A couple different brands of birds. There's a squawker, a gawker, and a cheeper, and a peeper. And a chirper, definitely a chirper. Definitely a chirper. They all got something to say, doesn't everybody? They got a lot to know about what goes on in the world. Especially this street. There are fixtures of it practically a part of the design and uh, bring with them many a uh, merry ways. Although I can't tell you that that is fact, more just an opinion from a thought that when I hear bird chirps son, in the morning I'm just assuming that those chirps are of the pleasant nature and they're meant to do no harm or cause no foul to anybody, anyone, or anything. They're just noises that tell all the ears able to perk up when they pop through that People are happy to be alive, exactly. Birds are happy to be alive. And that's good. And if I could speak an ounce of bird, then I might have an ounce of something to back that up with, more than just a thought. And that thought came from Disney movies and people saying pretty bird and this to sound at a high octave rather than a roar to distinguish the one from another for an example if you hear a bird growling like a bear you're not going to think happiness and joy you're going to think run and death so those birds actually 
might be interpreted to be doing something quite different if I were a nihilist and came at it from that perspective where the world and everyone in it will always just continue on the same and our paths are no different than the ones who walked them before us. So why put the effort? I'm sorry. The nihilist, the nihilist would, uh, would first be kind of annoyed that when your mom called son, it all came crashing down and that thought blew up and everything that we had going for us up to that point for the last 20 minutes flushed down the toilet and this day destroyed. Now my bird theory, well I'll try to finish it and say that the nihilist would maybe say that those birds are angry or maybe calling gang signs out or picking fights or in a war or playing king of the hill or taunting, teasing, everything other than just trying to be happy and please all of them. No, but flush down the toilet. So I'm going to hit it, watch it go down. And then we await, we await the meeting with our lovely lady of the house, woman of the world, mom, who's the bomb? I know, Chuckle. I know. Things I can teach my little boy down the street. <laughs>